I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. What's up guys welcome to this week's episode of lauren xoxo and friends and before we get into this episode don't forget to go on itunes podcast and leave a review and let's get into this episode i don't even want to ask you how you feeling you know i'm fucking tired i know you're ready to get the fuck yeah i can't do this shit this working shit is for the peasants it's not for me i, I want to go back being unemployed <laughs> like i really had a peace of mind like i just i don't know how, how i don't know how people have two to three jobs like that i could never do i don't know how people do it i it just just me getting back into the workforce i haven't been working for two months yet and i hate it i hate it i hate being told what to do i hate having to kill myself like i hate being talked to any anyway by management i just don't I'm just like this is like honestly beneath me like it's really is beneath me and is this is no shade to anybody who has a job or anything but this shit is for the birds like it really is like it really is like there has to be another way i just i like i really sacrificed so much of my time like i sacrificed a lot of my time yeah um sorry yeah i want to make sure that's not picking up do you think it's more about like i guess the people around you no, I think it's or just the, I just I just think it's me. First, like first of all, I hate work. I haven't been I haven't worked in so long. So when you haven't worked in so long, you have a piece of freedom, a piece of mind, and you have an idea what that feels like. And don't get me wrong, like you know, you still gotta make money in other ways to survive. But it's just like it's on your own terms. You get what I'm saying? Like it's on your own terms. And now getting back into the to the workforce is just like I'm I'm just glad this is temporary. Right. Like this is actually temporary for me. So, but even if for the next few months, it's just like, like I have to hold my tongue and I, I just have to work super hard. And, and I'm just like, I have to, the things that's asked of me, I just feel like I shouldn't have to do. Like, it's just too much. And I, and I, I praise anyone who works multiple jobs, like, cause let me tell you, one is a lot and I don't like the shit. I think it's, it's not for me. It's not for me. The thing I always hated about jobs is dealing with the other people. That's like for me, I think that was always, well, my job now doesn't bother me. Like, I actually have a cool job. I can't complain. But the ones previously, it was literally the other humans. Yeah. Like micromanaging or like working with the people who don't have lives and their job is their everything. So, like, they just. Like you would have thought they started the company, and that's my thing. Like, and that's my thing. Like the micromanaging, it's it's kind of like they don't take in consideration that. Don't get me wrong. There's some people that are slackers. You get what I'm saying, but but there's a way to address certain issues. Mm -hmm. There's a way to talk to um, other employees or whatever. Like you don't have to be condescending or you know like you could there's a way to do it like my like i like it's kind of like for example like my dad is a perfect example like and it's not it's not to kind of compare apples to oranges when it comes to like parenting and management but like my dad has a way of parenting where it's like he knows how to correct you with 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 smiling 
and making you feel like it's not like he's so he's talking to you not at, at you. you yeah like he knows how to do it like very well and i feel like management needs to learn how to do that and it's not like all the managers i have because like i have like 11 managers and it's just like for me it's like you're not approachable you don't really want to help anybody and i like literally see it and i'm just disgusted by like the way they handle certain employees the way they talk to us and i'm just like you i don't even want to fucking be here yeah i remember my last retail job i worked at scoop nyc they shut down right yeah as they should have um but i remember getting fired because i had i like went off you did on this fucking woman because sorry for the beeping in the background but um basically i it was so long ago so i forgot why they was giving me shit but i was like that year i was gonna be a million dollar sales associate mm, like really i i get busy on the fucking so like back in the day retail was amazing i worked thursday to sunday well i had it but that's an amazing like because i knew that's when the money was coming like i didn't want to work yeah monday tuesday and wednesday you get what i'm saying like it just for at least for in that area because i was in the meatpacking district i was like i want to be there when it's popping yeah so and because like my sales were good I would like I could make my own schedule like yeah. that. Um but yeah, they were giving me shit for something. And I, I also I remember another sales associate like was claiming that I took their sales or something like that. But I was one of those people like if I had made a certain amount for that day, I was ringing stuff up under other people. Yeah, you get like them. that's how, that's how good retail used to be. Yeah, used to be like yo, I made X amount today. You know what? How much you made? Oh, you just came in. All right, next few customers they're gonna be right. under you. Like that's how we used to work in our stores. Now I remember they was giving me shit for something. I looked at this lady and she she was one of the women she didn't have no life yeah her job was her everything later found out she was an od cokehead she had mad issues yeah. but anyways i went i ripped her brand new i was like don't nobody like you blah blah, blah. like i was just going in and then after like all the manager was just sitting at the table like they were just looking at me and i just knew it was over <laughs> i was yeah. like they're gonna fire me so i finished that work day i had came in another day and i remember the, G- the GM, her name was Lauren, and I remember seeing her walking. She was a bitch. Like, she's one of them people that she would call you from her office and be like, oh, why are you, why are you just standing right there? Like, why? why? I'm looking at the camera right now, and you're just standing there. What are you doing there? Why aren't you moving? Bitch, ain't nobody in the store. Door, yeah. What do you want me to they do? Want you to I already done folded this shit 25 times over. Yeah. Everything looks good. Ain't no lint on nothing. The floors are clean. What do you want me to do? Right. I don't have a chair, so I can't sit down. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Like, so she was one of them. But anytime she came by, you knew shit was about to pop off. Like, something was going to happen. So when I seen her, I was like, oh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they terminated me. I was just like damn man like i remember it's like it felt good to go in on her but like losing that check like losing that job i was just like it was it was such an easy job i was just like fuck so i was tight 
But then when they closed down and I found out that bitch was a coke kid, I was like, you know what? Yeah, but you know, but that's the thing. Retail's not like how it used to be, like no. at all. Like checks used to be, you don't have to do anything. Like you could just stand there and just make money. And the shopper and was different. The shopper was different, especially when. So we both come from high end retail yeah. jobs. So there was a certain clientele mm-hmm. that would come in, and they weren't really making. Like, yeah, you would get some returns, but it wasn't as it is now. It wasn't as disrespectful yeah. as it is now. And I feel like now everyone's always looking for a deal and for a coupon. And when I was working in retail, it wasn't like that. Yeah. And like you said, things sold itself. Like, you really didn't have to do You didn't have to do anything. And and even when I, like, when I, when I first started, like, luxury retail, um, that's, that was the tipping point. That's when things started changing. And we was competing with online, and that customer that liked to be clientele was either literally dying or retiring and moving somewhere else. And and plus the location, like the buyers wasn't trying to be open to um, the new customer that was actually shopping in the store at that time. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of things. So I was just like, and it's like, it's hard to compete with online because we can't carry everything in store. Right. So... You know, like I had a customer today, like, oh, you know, I just want to try them once so I can order them online. I was like, oh, I can order it for you. Like, no, I can, I'll order it online when I get paid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. It's like a lot of politics. And that's the thing that was so frustrating. I was like, and I told myself, like, this is why I left retail. Because it's not, it's not as fun as it used to be. It's like, like you said, like we used to, it would be so crazy. Like I could, I could do like a $10,000, $15,000 day. Mm-hmm. And I could be like, oh, you having a bad day? You got to have returns? No, here's a sale. Like, you know, like that's how we, and that's true. Like we used to work as team, like a team in my old store. So now it was just like. I, I'm just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like, I know, like, the holidays, I'm definitely going to make money handle with this. But that's going to be it for me. Like, right. I I even, like, told Nikki, I said to Nikki, that, um, I texted today, I said, I'm going to look for other employment. Even Nikki was just like, this is a dub. Like, you know, I put my business on hold. Like, we, I mean, we had, the reason why we went to re- retail is for business purposes. Like, just to get extra little money to come in. But this shit is dumb. Like, I'm not... Sometimes it's not worth it it's mentally not worth, yeah, and physically. It. It, it, my feet, like, my feet have not been the same. Retail foot is a motherfucker. I still have bad feet. Like, the the, the callus you get yeah. from working retail, still. My feet, like, it feels like pins and needles are coming out. Like, it feels hot. Like, it's about to explode. Like, I feel like my nails are going to pop off my toes. I'm just, I'm just super fucking miserable. Yeah. I'm miserable. I'm like, I'd rather just sit at a desk at this point if I had to. Set at a desk, make some bullshit ass goals, and call it a day. Right. Because it's not like my body is just not, it's not here. But I know, like, okay, like, you know, I'm trying not to complain because you know somebody could have had that job. They they asked me, but I'm I'm just over it. Like I just I don't think I'm gonna be happy anywhere. To be honest with you, no matter what job it is, I'm never gonna be satisfied because I'm sacrificing my time for somebody else. Right. And that's gonna be the bottom line. But I feel like if you just keep that there and know that it's temporary. I feel like that. I'm trying, but it's just like it's. It, I'm trying, but mentally, like being talked to it, like 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 I'm not going to be 29 years old in the next year. Like I don't like I'm be sitting here like I don't need this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's people out there who that have mouths to feed and they have to tolerate a little bit longer than I than most people. But I don't have to do this. 
I'm doing it because I'm just like, I don't want to take out loans. I don't want to do certain things. Like, right. you know, and it's just like, this is, this is bullshit. Like, this is pure bullshit. This is bullshit. And I feel like I'm fighting for sales. Like, like I, like I literally went on a scale today and I literally lost over seven pounds since I started working, which is not a bad thing. Cause I wanted to lose weight anyway. Right. Right. But like, you know, <laughs> but it should, you stressed. I'm You're stressed annoyed. and I'm tired. This time I don't, I come home. I don't even have dinner. Yeah, I know that. You know what I'm that saying? Like, I don't even have dinner. Type of just, yeah. You're just exhausted from everything. Everything. like, And it's just like the price point of the stuff that I'm selling. Like, I could have sworn today at least I did $5,000. Man, I looked at my returns. I said, I, I, should, I, I probably will make more money today fucking at Burger King. Wow. Like, it's just like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, th- today was just like... And then they want you to stay after. I, anyway, next subject. I just, I just, this shit is so like not for me. I, this, I just, I like sleeping on my couch every day. I miss it. I really miss not having the clock in. You gonna be back there, girl, soon. And I could tell by the way you talking, you not gonna be left alone. Yo, seriously, like, you, you know, very Tokyo Tony vibes is what you giving me. So, <laughs> yes, child, let me tell you, I'm going to burn that bitch down. Are you doing anything for Halloween? I don't know. It's, been a, like my, it's my feet, man. Like, I wanted to go out Saturday night, but my feet. Like, I couldn't even go to sleep, like, right away because my calves were hurting. I was in so much pain Jeez. this past weekend. Like, my feet are hurting so bad right now. Are y'all able to wear sneakers? Hell yeah. They, I wish a motherfucker would check me. Okay. I wish they would tell me I couldn't wear no damn sneakers. retail floors be hard. And the stock, our stock room is so huge. And it's like, it's straight concrete. And they be like, they want us to really wear heels. And I'm like, you're playing. I'm not doing that. They out they fucking mind. Especially if retail ain't what it used to be. You think I wear heels? Son. I'm no. wearing, I wear them, them sneakers right there every day. And I'm, about to buy another, and I'm about to buy another pair. I'm not playing with these fucking people. Fuck them. They didn't kiss my fucking black ass. You heard that? Straight from Yaya. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over it. I'll really be over it. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Working work I think working in itself, especially because like now that we live in this day and age where like people are making jobs for themselves and just like seeing all the potential that's out there, especially sometimes from your phone, from your laptop. Um, seeing what people could do and what people have done is just like sometimes you you really don't see the point. It's you know what it's for me. It's like this country, the U.S. is just like so fucked up because we don't believe in a work life balance. Jobs will say they believe no. in work. They believe they they'll say like oh we value you know work life balance. No, you don't. No, not at all. You don't you don't value it because that's the case. You would give me the option to work from home. I mean, like if I if I did like an office job or something like that, you would give me the option to do that because you know there's people out there who have children, like children that, and then you have to you have I have to be at work sometimes. Like some people have to be at work at like eight. Sometimes they this children gets on the bus at eight. Right. You know, and they're not even accommodating for that. You, oh, they don't know, give a shit. They don't care. Like God but, forbid you got but, a kid and they sick. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, would you want to believe in work life balance? Like, but that's bullshit because they don't. People should not have to work more than one job. 
But they always talk about the economy is doing the employment is, is down by X, Y, and Z. But it's not true. Like, you know, it's like it's it takes a toll on you. And I and I think about it. And I'm like, yo, we're about to be like I'm about like I'm about to be thirty. You're well, twenty nine. You're about to be thirty one. It's is this is what our life is gonna be? No. Cause like, we, I mean, well, not we us. are ahead yeah, of the, like not, not us, but I'm saying like I think of other people, and I'm just like but I feel like some of our peers are too. Like I feel like the millennials, we're like fuck, fuck this, this shit. shit. Like yeah. we 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 kind of foresee what the future is gonna be, and so like I see so many people from my Instagram starting so much shit. Yeah, and I feel like my Instagram has turned into a promotion page. Yeah, I'm just like let's start like, doing this. Like yeah, let's because... show, show who has a business or whatever because. Cause this cannot be it. Like I ever said to myself, if I ever had like say things blow up and things get to where they needs to be, right? And if I had to hire people, I want to show them how to. Like I want to let them know, like this is not gonna be your forever job. You know, I don't want you for working sure. for me for five, six years. No, I want to show you how to start a business and how to run it. Because this is not it. I'm gonna die eventually. You know, I cannot be the top dog or whatever forever. Somebody's going to have to replace me. If I can train somebody to, to do that job, I will do it. So you can have your own. Leave a fucking legacy. Like, this is bullshit. Right. My body is fucking breaking down because I'm running up and down the, the stock room. I'm lifting, you know, holding things. And my wrists are fucking hurting. My thumbs are hurt. I'm so I'm just all the way sore. Wig is sliding off. Sweat dripping down. Like, I'm just, like, this is not it. This is not it. This is not it. And I think about I think about people who have kids. God, God bless your heart because there's no way. No, there's you. no way. There's no way. The, the goals and the ridiculous goals and I don't want to have to kill myself for anyone. And I'm like I don't even kill like I know people who don't even kill themselves for their own business. They kill, like they're stressed out. Don't get me wrong, but they know how to balance it out. But it's hard to do it when you are working for somebody else. Because you have to work under their own, their own terms, and I don't like that shit. Then you gotta go home and work okay. on your shit, and it's just. Do you like, not know how exhausting that is? Oh, well, you do know, but you know, like, it's this shit is crazy. Like I just I, I oof, oh, and also the unknown, like not knowing when shit's gonna get going, not knowing. You get what I'm saying? Kind of like in this stage where you're like, you know, you just like. We can hope for the best, but sometimes it's kind of hard when at that moment you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know shit's going to pop for you, but it's just like, all right, when? When, when, when? Everybody's right. like, it takes time, it takes time, it takes time. When? Yeah. I'm right. tired. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm tired. Like, I, I want to be able to be like, okay, like, it's my establishment or this is my business. Let me, like, I, I don't mind. Like, if it's, like, if you have establishment, say you, like, open up a, a boutique, a clothing store. I don't mind sitting in that bitch all day, every day. It's my shit. You know, but it's like when you clock in and go to somebody else's thing, like you can't even, you can't regulate. Like they don't, they don't even care. Like they be like, oh, well, like you got to get it done. Like, oh, can you stay after work? I need this to be done. Like FYI, guys, I don't know if you guys know about the New York City Fair Work Week laws, but if you're in retail, well, anywhere, your job cannot make you stay after your shift. And if they do, you have to sign an ordinance form. They cannot change your shifts or anything like that with it without 72, no, 72 hours worth of notice. Like I'm telling you guys, look into New York City fair work for fair work week laws. And I think those this law is adopted in Philadelphia, uh, San Francisco, 
in certain major cities around the town around the country so look into it so your job can't make you stay if you don't want to and they cannot penalize you for staying for not wanting to stay because i'm not staying after my shift like i'm not doing it and look that up and because one thing i know from working retail they will try that shit they will try and it. they will try to hold it over you exactly so and they know that a lot of people don't know that exactly and that, and i'm gonna like, and some I, of them don't even know that that's like the law yeah yeah especially because i'm like i'm gonna tell them like you know i'm gonna tell them because i'm closing on friday and i have to be back on to work early on saturday so i'm, I'm gonna let them know like i'm not staying at all like don't i'm not doing no stock work i'm not cleaning i'm not doing none of that because like everybody needs to be held accountable and i'm just not i'm just not doing it right i'm not nobody slave slavery ended in 1865 like i'm not doing none of that shit i don't i, don't, I make my money solely off of selling which I'm, is shitty in itself in itself exactly so you know it's just it's just crazy it's another conversation for another day all right, so let me look at my topics. Hmm. Oh, here's something I want to talk about. What is like the craziest ex? Wait, have we talked about this before? What? I think we have. But I feel like me and my friends have been running into this issue lately. So, update on my dating life. I'm not. I think I'm done dating. Oh, so it didn't go well with Did the we guy. Talk about I know you said you was going to be done after this one guy. Okay, I was dating that guy from the summer. Done with him. Mm -hmm. And then I started talking to a new guy. Yeah, him, yeah. The guy from L.A. Right. Which, before we started talking, he already told me that he had a lot of shit going on. Yeah. But I was just like, um, okay. And then I feel like sometime last week he had texted me and was just like, Oh, like I'm going through some shit right now where I'm not really in the mood to be social. I said, alright, that's fine. Like, I don't care. But he keeps texting me like random things. Mm-hmm. I guess just to like keep a conversation going. But I'm just one of those people that's like, either you in or yeah. Don't talk me to death. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want to sound mean and say I don't care. No, I I don't care. Mm. Like, if you're not making plans, if, or if you just don't have the time, don't date. Yeah, because, like, you, you just hold, like, you trying to, you have one foot in and one foot out. Like, right. And that and that is very frustrating. And so, I was thinking about excuses that people often give in the beginning as a way to kind of catch a break from you as to why they're half-assing what do you mean? a situation. So, like... Perfect example. I know someone who's been talking to this guy. And they've gone on dates. She likes him. But he won't text her for days on end. Won't answer her calls. Nothing. And then next thing you know, he'll just text her, I don't know, say three or four days later. And won't give an excuse as to like where he's been or anything. And he told her in the beginning, I'm bad with texting. And so I'm just, I was just like, well, here's my thing, right? 
when you meet someone, if you really like them, if you're bad at something, to me, you're you're going to make a conscious decision yeah. to not be bad at that. Yeah. How can I stay interested in you? And how can we get to know one another if we can't even check in once a day? Yeah. And so I kind of feel like people like to give excuses in the beginning to kind of, oh, well, you know, he's busy. Like, let me, he told me that in the beginning that like, or his communication is not good. So, you know. But I feel like, but I feel like how does any partnership or any relationship, whether you have it with with an intimate relationship with, with friends or family, how does it operate if you don't speak? If there's no communication. Yeah, exactly. So honestly, like. I don't I'm telling you right now I don't have time for that shit like there's nothing you can tell me to make me like give you the benefit of the doubt if you lack communication right there's nothing you can tell me because it's one th- if, if that's the case if you're bad at communication and you're going through something then alright when you're free and you're done contact me hopefully it won't be too late but we're not we're not gonna do this half ass shit right and I think I'm also frustrated with like Dating people who know they're not ready to date. Like, if you're not there mentally... Then why are we even doing this? If you're not... If you can't be there physically, if you lack great communication skills and you're not ready to work on them, like, why is this something that I then have to deal with? That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and that's my thing. Like, and I feel like they give us the signs in, in the beginning. But a lot of us, we keep, we keep holding on to it. I'm not doing that. Like, it's it's okay. Like, if maybe you're really just not that interested. Or whatever the reason is, I don't give a fuck. The moment that you showed me, like, some half-assness, I'm done. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Like, I feel like I gave myself to too many people who half-assed me. I'm not doing it anymore. And I feel like we have enough experience to stop trying to figure out why. Right. We do notice the signs. But I also want to know the real reason why. Like, I want to know why there's those guys in your phone that just text you all day and never make plans. Are you broke? Um, are I don't you know. just want somebody to stop? Like, I kind of, I don't need to know why from them. I just, I want to know why in general, not like for personal like yeah it's like i don't really like what do you what are like, they getting out of it yes because i feel like i know so many women who are in any situation where like oh they're going to date with the guy once and then after that he's just talking you to death or you guys exchange numbers and he's just talking you to death and you plan a date but when that day comes some shit comes up for him or it's just so much and I'm just it's like, like what's the point and i think i think like I was what I was saying. I was saying to my homegirl yesterday. I felt like I hate. There's so many different factors. I think that play into it. I think a lot of guys are not maturing for whatever reason their reasons are, and I feel like they just want to just have a list of pe- women to deal with. Like a when it's like yes. yeah, like yeah, exactly. So when it's convenient, they know like okay, well, let me see what this person is doing. This one, like their main interest is not is not acting right so they want to have like a, a plan b mm-hmm. you know like you know and i and, and no one has time for that like and i feel like now like i feel like i said i feel like we have too much experience i don't even want to know what's going on the moment you start acting stupid or you stop communicating and you're not calling back and you're not texting there's nothing for us to discuss we're gonna have one conversation about it mm-hmm. you do the shit again 
you will not hear from me. There's nothing to talk about because you're playing with me. Right. I don't. We. What am I investing my energy into someone who is not reciprocating it? It doesn't make sense. You can't. You telling me you that fucking busy? You can't shoot a text to even just say like, "Yo, I'm sorry, I can't answer the phone. Today was hectic. Today's crazy. I'm busy at work." Or, "Babe, you know, I'm really tired. I'm gonna call you tomorrow." Or whatever it is. Or I also feel like make your presence be known in, in your a, absence. Send flowers. Yes. You know, do something. Cash at me lunch money. <laughs> yeah, like you know, do little things and I, and. Man, I had a dude tell me one time, and same situation, pretty much same situation. I'm like, you could literally, I said, I said, you can show me and show me that you're present in so many ways. I said, think about men who are married to women or women married to men, have to travel around the world all the time. That's not physically there, but they make sure that their presence is known by their spouse all the time. I said, send me flowers. He's like, why would I send you flowers? They're gonna die. I'm not wasting my money on that shit. I said, you don't have the space or agency. To tell me how to be pleased when you're not fucking physically here or you're not even communicating. I'm telling you what I like to keep me fucking active, to keep me here with you. Right. You can't tell me what you're not going to do if you want me to be here. Because you're not here. So what am I supposed to do? And I like, well, I, and I told him, I was like, well, I'm going to deal with other people until you figure it out. I'm not going to commit myself to somebody who's not committing to me in this basic, simple forms. It's, it's simple math. I'm not figuring the shit out no more. The moment you stop communicating, the, mo- the, the moment you start acting stupid, like I said, we have one conversation. That conversation, after that conversation, we had nothing to discuss. I would probably miss you. I probably re- reminisce on some things, but that's it. I'm, it's a it's a dub. Like I don't have time for this. I, my biological clock is ticking. I don't have time. Yeah, cause like, I don't have time. The guy texted me today, and he was he he literally asked me if I saw a show on Netflix, and I was like, no. And he was like, oh, well, it's good. And I'm just like, this is the text that you said. This is what you said. Let me send this girl. Let me ask her if she saw this show on Netflix. That's it. Nothing else. I'm just like, I don't. I was literally telling Dawn today. I was like, I think I'm done dating for a while. Because there is no fucking way that me and all the women around me going through the are same, going through the different personality shit. it's di- different personalities different different occupations look totally different speak different have different beliefs everything and we have the same fucking outcome I'm like, there's I something wrong it. it can't it can't be us that's why I was it really on. it can't be us because it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense and and i just like I, i'm just like I, I was just even saying like I'm, I'm done with dating. Like I don't want to date no one else. Like I just rather just deal with my ex if that's the case because at least I know that fucking devil inside out, you know. But and that's not even good either. But that's a whole other conversation. But it's just like, it's like, what, what do you want? And then they want you to cook. They want you to cook for them. Mm-mm. I don't even want you in my house. I don't. Yeah, like cook. Like, but you can't even fucking pick up the phone. You you can't even send a good morning text. Or you don't even reply to it. Yeah, like you said, I'm saying niggas that want to play house. But you you would think I'm going to let you crawl inside of me? And you can't even respond to a text That's message? That's what I always say. Like, I'm I don't so, think so happy. I know people will be looking at me crazy for like being abstinent for so long. But all of these men I have gone out with, I'm so happy I have not had sex with them. For what? 
I have no, like, there, I feel like when you, like, there's no, you know, when you have sex with someone, you kind of have a deeper connection, um, depending on, right. I guess sometimes who you are, because I know people are like, shit, I could fuck you, and I don't give a shit, but, you know, I feel like most people, you do have a little connection, um, and so it's harder to sometimes let go of situations, but I feel like I just be like, all right, my nigga. Yeah. Thanks for the dates. Thanks for the food. Thanks for the fun nights. But I just don't understand it. So I don't know. I feel like I just don't know what went wrong. I really, like I really would love to have a real conversation with men and really kind of under really get an understanding of like what's going on. Because I feel like I'm either seeing people who are OD single or getting married. I'm not seeing, like, no in-between. And the people who are getting married, they are, like, high school sweethearts. Like, they've been together forever. So I'm just like, uh. And I, I, and I definitely wouldn't want to marry a high school sweetheart. Because I would want experience. But that's just my personal opinion. I would want to date and experience other people. Agreed. But... Yeah, I feel like I yeah, because I'm like I couldn't imagine not have, even though these were shitty experiences, I couldn't imagine my life without it. Yeah, yeah. Because I had fun, I learned like what I liked and what I didn't like. I learned more about myself. I learned about myself more sexually and spiritually and mentally and emotionally. Like I couldn't just being with one person. I mean, that's great and all, but no. Like I have a cousin who's been with the same man since high school, and I've been telling her like. Bitch, go and sit on another dick because he's definitely fucking other bitches. And she knows it, but she just, you know, whatever. But I couldn't, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on. I don't know if we have to relocate. Maybe it's the New York City culture. Like, it it could be. That's one of the things. That was just like, are we just going through this here? Or do you think this is like. I think it's it's fuck shit everywhere. Don't get me wrong. But I know that most of the people that I went to high school with. That relocated down south, they marry with children right now. And I say, I don't want to have, I'm not saying that's what I want right now, but just even just have a consistent relationship with a man that we can build off of each other. It's just like, it's like pulling teeth in New York. It's really, it's just really hard. And I never forget, I think I was in high school or maybe fresh out of high school, there was a, um, a segment on the news, I think it was Fox 5, and they said, This is a woman that wrote a book, and basically she was being interviewed, and she was just saying, like, statistics shows that women have women in new york city are are going to be single for a very long time like and this was over 10 years ago at this point Mm -hmm. so it's like it's for me i feel like it's getting worse and i feel like you know the culture is getting worse and the fact that we're becoming more self-sufficient like the fact that we really kind of don't need you and you know what i was listening to a the ti was on a breakfast club and he was saying that Someone has sent him a study that said that, I guess, black single black women are the happiest or something like that. And there was also, and then, so I had Googled it because I was like, I, I, I want to see, like, where they got these numbers from or whatever. Because I know sometimes that shit is put out to, like, fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never want to, like, take too much of that in because I know that, like, the media can control a, a narrative, narrative and yeah. put something out there. And then there was another study that showed just women in general who don't have kids and aren't married are the happiest. Yeah. I saw that one. And I was just like, damn. And then I would remember, like, I had an aunt who had no kids. Mm -hmm. She had a ton of nieces and nephews, like a shit ton. Um, 
I'm talking like she's not here no more. I have an aunt who doesn't have any kids. I remember when I was growing up, she had a boyfriend. Um, he actually ended up passing away. Mm. But she was very like, she never wanted to get married. And she didn't want kids. And she was like, I'm so happy. Like, this this is what I want. Yeah. And I remember her getting shit for it. But she was like, I'm good. And I was just, and now some, I guess now being 30, I haven't given up on love. Yeah. I have not. I still want kids. I hope to get married one day. But I do kind of feel like I don't know if the dating scene is going to get better or worse. And sometimes I'm like, damn, would I be good just being like a Samantha? I don't want to be, I don't want to, yeah, I wouldn't want to be a Samantha because she's super promiscuous. And I feel like, okay, so a Carrie. Maybe because I'm like maybe a carry because I'm just like I feel like a Samantha I feel like essentially when every time I think about Samantha like don't be wrong she lived a life like she was rich she was you know very well loved she did what she wanted to do but I feel like she was always feeling a void essentially sure. like you you always, always searching for that next, next best thing, thing and, and never kind of being happy, happy and never being partner. satisfied and I'm just like I I want a partner whether we decide to to legally get married or not like as long as we have that bond and we respect each other and we're loyal and faithful and we love each other dearly and we have each other's back then that's all i care about like that's that's all i want i want us to be able to communicate i want us to have fun i I just want to be able to travel with this person and and do all these amazing things but it seemed like i I don't know i was having this conversation with my homegirl yesterday and and I, I feel like honestly, I blame the music. Like I really believe, bl- sure. I really blame hip hop. Like music. that shit, that shit makes you, like the, these are forty year old men still trying to be thirty. I mean, trying to excuse me, trying to be twenty. Like yo, like dating girls who were just shy of twenty. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like you guys are just you know, you, it, no one wants to grow up. Like nobody wants responsibility. No one wants the commitment. And fine, if that doesn't work for you, then fine. But my thing is like. Lay it out on the line with these women and be like, listen, I don't want a relationship. I just want to have my fun. Now, that bitch stay around and thinks that she can change you or whatever the case may be, that's her business. But, like, how long, I feel like, can you have fun for? Like, okay, I think about, let's let's talk about fabulous and emily b and how that's exactly what i was thinking about they're literally pushing this love onto us via social media and it's so like sad to honestly see when you kind of think about the situation just think about how far their history is it's just like after all of these years after all of this shit now y'all want to push your love on us OD hard like it literally looks like it doesn't even seem genuine it just seems like it's for us look at us look at us look at us look at us and I'm just like is this nigga trying to like I'm like I was talking to my homegirl I was like I wouldn't be surprised if she ended up pregnant next year yeah because and then I felt like if it was genuine they would and I don't know what they're doing in their personal life but if it was genuine to me like if he was my man, I decide to stay with him. I'm going low, and we getting all the fucking help we need. Them yeah. showing us they in the club every night. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if Fab One's still doing the same, same shit. shit. Same thing. 
And that's my thing. Like, it, it, cause I think about it, I'm like, yo, like, y'all are in your 40s now. Well, he is, right? In his 40s. Yo, you getting older. You want? Do you want to grow alone? Like, do you not want to have somebody there to help you on your bedside to give you a glass of water when you get sick? And men who are married live longer, but you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. I just care. sometimes I just wonder, and sometimes the women too, because every like a lot of women now they just be like, "Fuck that! I just want to have get my money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just fuck this man and da da da." Like, I'm like y'all. Like that's not life. Like you, how? Like we're getting too old for this. Like I can't imagine partying the way i used to party now i'm too like i don't want to do it I, I i enjoy my home i enjoy going to a bar once in a while and getting some drinks or having a real intimate conversation over dinner i enjoy it i like i love an intellectual man i love an intellectual conversation i, just, I love to be able to do fun things like i can't be in a strip club with you popping bottles every day every i can't time. do Bro, i'm like there's was- no way Someone has sent me a picture of, uh, like, a video on pictures of Emily and Fat, and I'm like, every night they're in the club. Like, y'all want to go to the club every, every fucking yeah. night? Fat has been going to the club every night forever. We see the same picture of him standing up in a club in Atlanta looking over the whole club. Club. <laughs> exactly. At some point, like, when does that shit get old It shit gets, it gets boring. It does get boring. It's cool. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with partying. Like, of course... I I don't mind it, you know, whatever. I think it's cool once a in a while. A good night out. But every, every, like, every, all the time, I don't want to be in the club with you popping bottles every day. Because I'm going to get annoyed. I'm going to get annoyed that you're spending all this money that, that you could be giving to me. Well, if, I'm pretty sure the club gives him money. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because when I was in Miami, he was in fucking um, Live. I'm pretty sure they paid him for that. But even if not, like, even just being in the clubs, like, sometimes random nights, like, you, you throw money at the strippers, and y'all popping bottles, and y'all doing this, and I'm like... I still don't want a nigga that's out every night. Like, uh, yeah, you? like, why are you out every night? Why are you, like... <sighs> I don't know. If I was just like, they're really trying to fucking push this love onto us, and, like... I don't know. I just think they're sending out a very bad message. I think they're sending, they're trying to sell us this Bonnie and Clyde stay down yeah. type of story. And I think it's totally bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think he fucked her up in the mind. Mm-hmm. I think she's showing her, well, maybe her, her kids probably don't really, the younger ones probably don't know too much of anything. Um, I think she's showing her daughter kind of like a wrong way to. Um, like, like it's not a good representation. And I feel like... I don't know. She got some... I know she's fucked up in the head from that shit. Because I'm like, first of all, I'd be like, listen, nigga, I'll stay with you. But we're not going to be doing all this pump faking for the social media. Yeah, absolutely. We're not. Absolutely. Not in like... Like what? He knocked her teeth out last year? And now it's all love? Basically. No. I'm good. I'd be like, baby, we're going to stay low. Go get the help you need. We can go to couples counseling. Like, let's really do this the right way so we don't have to sit up here and do all this extraness. Because it's really, they really just putting on a show. Absolutely. I'm just like, whatever. I don't know. I just, I just wish like right now, like I, I want to, like if things don't work out with, with my ex, but like I said, me and my ex, been really, like, we've been doing really well, surprisingly. Like no arguments. We're communicating better. Everything is going well. Like, I'm just going to have to go to another fucking country. Like, that's it. Like, I'm going to another country. Maybe the culture's a little different. 
something because this doesn't make any sense like it does are not, you in a relationship with the ex or you guys are just i don't know what the fuck do y'all are. see yourselves getting in a relationship i don't yeah i do honestly i think we honestly i think we are in a relationship i just don't know it like it's I'm, i told him unless you verbalize that i'm your woman and you're my man i'm gonna i told him this i'm gonna do what i want to do but i'm not doing what i want to do because i don't want to talk to nobody else i'm tired of talking to other people i'm so tired i'm tired of dating it's so it's so it's ghetto it's it's mad it's for the peasants it's the bottom of the bottom right now what they want to do is try to like fuck you and they want you to cook for them and you know i I don't want to have time for this like i swear like and it's crazy because like my ex like regardless of whatever we go through he's always there like we can have. I could do some foul shit to him. He, if he promised something, he always keeps his word. It's hard to find men that keep their word, right. and he's far from perfect. He has his issues, but I, I have not. I have yet to meet a reliable man like him. Yeah, and it's hard. Like that. That that's gonna like gonna have your back. Yeah, that's how I feel about Keem. I'm always like, I hope I just meet someone that loves me like that, like <laughs> yeah. uncondi- no unconditionally, and someone who I like. If I call him right now, he's going to pick up. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I just... And if I'm crying, he's going to drop whatever and be on his way. And I'm just like, I wonder do shit like that exist anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, who's going to be like... Like, like my ex, I could be like, oh, if you're on your way, can you bring some juice? He brings a whole thing of groceries. You get Like, he fills up my refrigerator. Be like, oh, you know what? Here's some money. To, here's some spending money for the week. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just to be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna make sure you good. You need your laundry taken care of. Like, this motherfucker will wash my drawers. Aww. You know what I'm saying? But he, like I said, he's not perfect. He has his issues or whatever. But it's just like, it's like it's hard. I'm like I'm so tired of it. And I don't want to come up as if as, as if I'm settling. But it's like, yo, we make a great fucking team. It's just that I'm over it now, and I'm just like he's the only one in my life that is consistent on certain things. So is it a settle? I don't know. Or is it like this is what's meant? To I don't be? know. I'm still figuring it out. Mm. I don't know yet. Like I said, until you verbalize to me, until he verbalized to me that we are going to be monogamous or whatever, then we have. Then I'm gonna continue to. I'm, I told him I'm gonna assume otherwise, and I'm gonna be single. So technically, I am single, but I I don't feel like I'm single. I feel like. I'm very much so in a relationship. Mm, well, don't get too caught up in that. I know. Because you know how that it shit could goes. I know. You could be in that shit. Oh, absolutely. For a minute. It's been a minute. It's been years. On and off. So, I don't know. I, like I said, right now, I just don't want to. Me, personally, I don't even want to exchange numbers with anybody. I don't even want to. Not because of him. It's just like, I am just done. I am tired. I totally agree with you. I'm just tired. And I just don't. What I've realized is, I know they always say like, oh, women love free food and they love this and they love free drinks. I have realized I'd rather go out with my homegirls and spend my money and have a good night and spend my money than waste my time with you. Yeah. I don't even see the and point. I think a, a, a conversation that's probably not, you don't even know anything like you. Because what are we getting ugh. to know each other for? What are we building a repertoire for if you don't have true intentions? Not even that. You ever been on a date with somebody that all they know is money? Yeah. All they have, well, that's the only thing they can talk about is money. This person owe me money. That person owe me money. I had to run up on him like, yo, give me my money. Man, I just made this today. I'm just like, 
Oh my god. Like that it just Speaking of money, did you see that video of that the scammer that got locked in PC Richards? No. There was a girl. She got caught in PC Richards. They was like, "Oh, your card is fake." They literally would not let her out. She called someone. They were like blocking the door as they were letting people in. She tries to run out. This girl's crying. I'm gonna show you the video. I was just like, "Are you serious?" That shit ain't for everybody. And she was in fucking tears. Um, the videos on YouTube. She had on a red wig and a tracksuit on. Really, the skin and, of it. Yeah. Yeah, y'all, 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 man, listen, y'all gotta come correct and be smarter. If you're gonna be a scammer, don't they already gonna they stereotype black people anyway, right? Do not go in there with the scammer fit a tracksuit, some a Nike text. Like, you cannot do like, none of that. Don't do it in New York, yeah. Don't think don't do it in PA either because it's, it's a, a commonwealth, it's in the Bronx. I, I feel like them days, like, and don't get me wrong, I know y'all scammers, y'all come up with. I know there's so many ways out there to get money, so I know y'all done found ten more hustles. I don't, I don't um, think that anything has truly stopped. But I was just like, this girl was in tears, and these people was holding her. They wouldn't let her go. But my thing is like, all right, y'all found out she was stealing, like, or y'all found out that the car was fake. She never got out of the store with the stuff. Let her go. Like, that's how I feel. And they was literally blocking her from leaving. This girl's in tears. I'm like, honestly, this is how I feel. This ain't my company. Nope. Go. Go. No, but people be going hard. Like, my, my first, we used to work together at Nordstrom. And he actually got fired. He took that shit too seriously. He was, he was LP. I think he got fired because he slammed people on the floor. Like, it was just doing too much. He, like, he thought he was a fucking cop. Like, he was doing the most. And that's why his ass is no longer employed there. What the fuck? Yeah. Did you hear about the, um, the police captain that filed racial discrimination, that filed the racial yes, discrimination yes! Um, against a black after a black cop was promoted to police chief instead of him i was yes. like yo if this ain't white privilege absolutely imagine you feeling like you are oh he said they only promoted him because he was black i was like if this isn't white privilege at its finest like the nerve of you to tell me that i don't belong in my job yeah and that i'm only here cuz I'm black. Mm-hmm. No other reasons. Not yeah, what I contributed. Yeah, not my education, my skill set, anything. No. Strictly I, because I'm black, you think that's why I'm in this position. I was like, yo, and he looked like an asshole. It says Spicer who, so this is in Delaware. David Spicer, who is reportedly seven years, oh, it says a Delaware police captain named David Spicer, who was reportedly seven years old, is now acting mad spicy because a black cop took his position that he thought was gonna that he thought he was gonna get, um, but he wasn't quick enough. Spicer, who reportedly still cutting teeth, complained that he was better qualified than Maylee, the nigga cop. Yeah, I'm reading it from a page that like makes funny captions. Yeah. So y'all like what? What? That's why. This is a voice show. Yes. And that he had more education, more experience, more headlights, and more training in building Legos. So I also pointed out 
to his bachelor's degree in criminal justice and his master's in administration. Spicer, who reportedly tells women who try to have sexual contact with him, my mommy said no one is supposed to be touching my no-no spot, is currently filing for lost wages and opportunities due to his race. The thinly-lipped police captain is expected to be back in court again soon. Sidebar, you notice that sometimes when you try to search for certain pages on, on Instagram, you can't find it. They put them to the bottom because it's called, I forgot what it's called, but they do it on purpose. They'll, I think it's called spot uh, gaslighting. They're gaslighting them. That's not gaslighting. It's. Um, I feel like somebody called it. That. It's not gaslighting. That gaslighting has another term. It's um. Me something else. It's um. I forgot what it's called, but it's just like I can't like I can't search soccer bars. I can't search. Um, sometimes I can't search um, Empress AK. I can't search the Savoy Show. Because they don't want people getting that information, and they don't want people spreading certain narratives. So. Did you see everyone ripping a a, a new hole in what's his name's ass? Who? Uh, the guy from face Facebook, um, Mark Zuckerberg. No, why? You haven't seen? Um, Girl, I work. Ah, <sighs> uh, now I gotta find it. Someone went in on him. Mark Zuckerberg. Let me see. Tags. Child, he probably done deleted. Oh. I run ads targeting Republicans in primaries saying that they voted for the Green New Deal. Sorry, I, I, can you repeat that? Would I be able to run advertisements on Facebook targeting Republicans in primaries saying that they voted for the Green New Deal? I mean, if you're not fact-checking political advertisements, I'm just trying to understand the, the bounds here. What's fair game? I, uh, I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. I think... So you don't know if I'll be able to do that. Could I run ads targeting, under your policy, you know, using census data as well, could I pay to target predominantly black zip codes and advertise them the incorrect election date? No, Congresswoman, you couldn't. We we have, even for these policies around the newsworthiness of, of content that politicians say and the general principle that I believe that... But you said you're not going to fact check. My ads. Under your policy, when was the issue discussed with your board member Peter Thiel? Uh, Congresswoman, I don't, I don't know that often. You don't know. This was the largest data scandal with respect to your company that had catastrophic impacts on the 2016 election. You don't, you don't know. When was the issue discussed? They were giving people the wrong voting dates for their states. Are you serious? On Facebook, yes. But why would? But my thing is, why would? Mm. I'm just gonna let's be quiet. Ooh, uh, what's her name? Also, one seven billion people use your products. That's over a third of the world's population. That's huge. That's so big that it's clear to me and to anyone who hears this list that perhaps you believe that you're above the law, and it appears that you're aggressively increasing the size of your company and are willing to step on or over anyone, including your competitors, women, people of color, your own users, and even our democracy to get what you want. All of these problems I've outlined and given the company's size and reach, it should be clear why we have serious concerns about your plans to establish a global digital currency that would challenge the U.S. dollar. In fact, you have opened up a serious discussion about whether Facebook should be broken up. 2.7. Now you know when Maxine Waters start going. Yeah. He wasn't able to answer no questions. Yeah. 
because he knows what he's doing. As long as he's getting paid, Zuckerberg doesn't care. As long as him and his wife and his child is taken care of, he doesn't care. Right. But I'm, like, I wouldn't even be using like I wouldn't even be using Facebook as somewhere, a place where I would get knowledge from or information. I don't even use Facebook. Like, like seriously, I have a Facebook account, account but I don't even post. I'm not on, that on bitch. there posting nothing. I'll be watching. I'm not y'all. messaging. <laughs> yes. I definitely want to be bad drama. People get it popping on, on Facebook. Facebook. It'd be funny, and they'd be posting some funny ass videos. But for me to sit there and rely on Facebook, like or like I will rely on Instagram for information. No, you. It's like we have to start taking accountability for the for the information that we choose to internalize. You have to do your own research. The web is full of so many lies and theories and all these other things. Like you have to really start having having I have to weed things out and be like, okay. This is not factual. Let me read up on this. Like, it's okay to read people. Like, you're not. Gonna, it's not going to kill you. You're not going to die. I mean, your eyes see worse things in a couple of words. Like, it's not going to kill you to type something. You literally have a piece of technology glued to your to your hand every day, and it's your phone. But I also think it can kind of be like there are people who will repost anything that just sounds good and reads well. No, absolutely. And. I'm like, did you check that? Because now you're spreading a narrative to your followers. And, you know, you might be someone who people look up to. Someone who people look to to get information. That's always been my issue with, like, a lot of conspiracy theories that I follow. I'm not saying some of that shit ain't true. Because sometimes I'll be like, I can see that. But I feel like they don't really know. Right. And so... Y'all are just reposting things because it goes against everything that everyone else believes right. in. And so you feel as if it's right. But I'm like, some of this shit we ain't gonna ever know. It's it's literally only something that you can wonder and you can think about. But, I mean, if we can't get to the bottom of it, some, and I know it's it's... There are people like you. There should be an awakening in you, right? You, yeah. There should be something in you that wants to get more information, that wants to learn more, that wants to, you know, expand their minds and not just consume like what's just put in front of you and be like, yeah, all of this is true. No, we should challenge things. But I feel like some shit. I'm just like, why are you posting this? You don't even know if this is true. That's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. There was another there was another story in the news this past week about a Hispanic father who hated mm. black people that murdered his daughter's boyfriend and his mm-hmm. cousin. The girl the the first of all they're in high school so they're young. Um he knew that his girlfriend's daughter, his girlfriend's mom, dad did not like black people. He had just got a new car. He went to go pick her up to go to the movies. Dad and the dad and the mom got arrested. Yeah. For killing both of them. He shot both of them. When someone tells you my parents don't like you because of your skin tone or because because you're black or because you're whatever you are. Do not date them. Because you don't know a fucking level of crazy their family is. Even besides that, this is a prime example where people think like black and brown people always have to be united and things things of that nature. Like you, we have to understand that there's a lot of them that don't fuck with us. 
a ton a ton of them and that's why like for me sometimes like when i hear them say nigga it really makes me cringe yes and, and i don't even i don't mean like i don't even like to say i don't first of all i don't even like to really say the word sometimes it does slip out but for me to, i don't say it around any not black people i make sure i don't everybody's not down just because everybody has their struggles because they are quote-unquote minority does not mean that they are are willing to fight with us or for us and time has time and time is get yeah like they're not yeah they do not care and that's why i said i don't like the, i don't really i don't like it like i like this is a girl at my job that says it and it pisses me off like i don't like it like mm-hmm. i just be like can you not because i don't even say it like you know what i'm saying like and, and that and that just shows like hey they a lot of them really don't fuck with us a lot of them really don't and i just think like when i was reading the story i was like how fucking dumb is it to have died because you were dating someone's daughter and they did not like that you were black not they didn't like they did not, not like they didn't like you because oh you were hitting her or you just disrespectful it. yeah it's not worth it and they would have they would rather that girl be with someone of the same ethnicity if they was hitting her or not it probably would have been cool as long as you're with mm-hmm. someone and your ethnicity. They don't get them. And I was just like, and the mom's on TV. She's crying. She's like, I don't have my son. I'm just like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't want to date. Like, I get it sometimes, you know, the family warms up to you. and But to me, I don't even want to go through that. The woman up hate. Yeah. Let me say something. My cousin's father is half Japanese. When his mother got married and had him, her family, his that that Japanese side disowned. Oh yeah, they just disowned them. Like, how could you have a baby with a, a blackie and and they didn't, they don't even have a relationship with my, my my cousin. Yeah, you know, like I I know sometimes love is love, but sometimes it's like it's not worth the headache. Like it's really not. Especially like this guy told me like this Italian guy told me years ago. Uh, he's like I could never bring you home because my parents do not like black people. Okay, cool. That's it. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Because I'm not going through that hassle of trying to prove to people that I'm good and I'm not like, quote unquote, like the other black folks, which you think is bullshit. I'm just not fighting for that. Either you're going to like me or you're not. That person might have a weird obsession with dating people that that they know that their parents won't like to get back at them. Yeah. I don't. I don't and want to be part of that. You in a weird, odd, uncomfortable situation because they getting coming. Something. I don't want to be a part of it. Excitement out of that, and I just feel like I don't want no fucking parts. And that's why I remember having a conversation with my nephew where I was just like, "Listen, I feel like I talked about this a while ago, but I was just like, you know." I'm not saying don't date white girls or date uh, non-black women. Non-black women, but what I'm saying is, be cautious about that shit. Because you know what, if they don't like you. They'll say you raped their daughter. And, and think about it: you never hear black black women doing that shit to other people. Never. Mm-mm. I'm not saying it doesn't never happen, but I'm saying it's very seldom that you hear shit like this happening. But their families will go in on you, and they know that all odds are against you. Yeah. So, they know that their word is always going to be above yours. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And my nephew's so quiet, I'm like, you the easiest target. Because you're not going to stick up for yourself. You're not going to know what to do or what to say. They're going to have you signing papers you don't know shit about. And mm-hmm. then, boom. You, now you have to uh, 
sign up in whatever state you live in to say you a pedophile or some just crazy shit. Yeah. You know, I always think to that boy who got arrested for raping a girl he never had sex with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, the sex could be consensual and she calls murder or rape because, you know, daddy didn't like the fact that he was black. You know what I'm saying? So it just it just be so many things. And I just be like, like I said, love is love. And I, I believe that sometimes you do find love outside the race and that's fine and everything. But before you fall in love, make sure that family is receptive and, and is going to be okay with you. Yeah, because that story, I was just like, God damn. Like, you got to be a different type of crazy to go to jail for the rest of your life mm-hmm. for killing someone that your daughter is dating. That ain't did like I don't know if there's some secret story to this, but it just sounded like that man was racist and he was crazy and he ain't want his daughter dating no black man. He was ready to do whatever for her. And the mama was with the shits. Cause they both sitting in jail. Segway. What? Did you watch the Red Table Talk? No, with the okay. The transracial one? Yeah, I watched it this morning. Let me know. Like, what? You got any clips for the, um... Did you send it? Didn't you send it to me? Did it? I posted it on my Instagram. It's on the Jada thing. I think it's on Jada's, um... Instagram. So, make a long story short. So, I, I think the episode came out last week. Um... So, basically... Um... Jada... Pe- oh, I have it. You want me to put yeah. it? Yeah. But it's... They, they, look, all right. I'm going to say, like, it's kind of deceiving. Like, a lot of it's very deceiving. But just listen to it first, and then I'll go and explain. Okay. On the next Red Table Talk, she was adopted by white parents in an all-white town. I don't identify with black folks, and I'm not comfortable even sitting at this table with you. Now she says she feels lost, caught between two races. I have no sense of strong identity without knowing my culture. How am I supposed to raise a black child if I don't know black culture? But if you're trying to counsel other people on how to do it, counsel yourself. And then, an emotional reunion with her birth mother. It's an overwhelming moment sitting in between parents. Yeah. For me to talk about transracial adoption, honestly, is to hurt. I'm sorry, what's transracial? Like, that, okay, so this is my, and, and this is why I say, like, it's deceiving. So the problem with the term transracial, or transracial adopt, well, she's a transracial adoptee, quote unquote. I hate, I hate that term. Why I don't think it should be transracial. Exactly. It's, it's not, not, everything is not trans. Yeah. Okay, so this is a problem. The, the term is wrong. It should not even be, it, everybody, you can't be, be trans everything. You can't make everything trans. So... The problem with her is that her mother was very homeless. Her mother was poor, didn't have a job. So her mother was like, finally was like, you know, I can't do this. I want to give my child a better life. So at that time, her mother gave up to adopt for adoption. Once you give up your rights, you don't know where where your child went, who has them, nothing. So it's not like her mother just like, like fuck it, I don't want this baby. Like, you know, her mother really wanted her child. child. So her, the the girl... Well, the woman, excuse me, was adopted by white parents at the age uh, at 18 months, and she grew up in an all-white town. No black people, no nothing. Um, she's even married to a white man, so she started a business or something to kind of like coach or counsel people into like if they're gonna date, um, not date, if they're gonna adopt 
children that are is the opposite race of them, especially like white pa- uh, parents who are going to adopt like black children or Asian or okay. you know. But no, but this is the kicker. So because Gammy was Gammy was looking at her, like, giving her the side eye the yeah, whole time. Because Gammy said from the beginning, before they even interviewed her, you know, she was just like, I, I'm, I'm only an advocate for black parents adopting black children. And it's important. This girl has a lot of issues. I agree with that. This girl, this woman, and Gammy had to call out. Like, Gammy was like, you're making excuses. Like, Gammy was like, how are you going to, can-? that's why Gammy was just like, you know, how are you going to cancel, pe- counsel somebody when you have your own issues? Like, like you, she's like, I, you know, I think people have this idea of what blackness is. And blackness could be a plethora of things. Like, we've seen it. We've seen it. We've so many things. Like, there's not one way to be black. You know, and we have to stop that narrative. Now, yeah, you could be, you can learn the culture. Like, you could, it's not like she purposely, like, she purposely moved to a predominantly white neighborhood because she said, This is my comfort zone. I don't know anything else. And I feel like a lot of times when, when white people adopt black children or date children outside their race, you end up fucking them over in the end. This girl has issues with her complexion. She didn't understand why her hair wasn't like her sister, her, her adopted, like a, her, her, her sister or whatever, like bl- straight blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, she didn't understand like certain things and she said she you know of course she experienced racism going to a PWI and it's just like for me personally it, it would force me if I, it was me I, I would want to be like no I want to know more about myself and she this is not the first time she met her birth mother this is the first time she's seen her in a couple of years because mm-hmm. they end up having like a reunion like maybe for like four years ago or something like that and I think they do keep in contact or whatever but it's they haven't seen each other in a while and the thing is, it's just like, she just, I don't think she wants to be a black woman. Like, from the conversation, like, she just makes excuses for why she doesn't want to, you know, do certain things and go to certain places. And I'm just Does like... she come off as, I think I'm better? No. Okay. I don't think it's that she comes back with being better. I think... It's like, she's not doing the work, but she's complaining? Is that it? Yeah. And it's just like, and that's why Gammy said, how are you going to tell other people what to do when you're not doing it yourself? Like you, you haven't healed ah, yourself. So like you're, you're selling something, something, but you, you're, you haven't figured it out and you yeah, haven't tried to. Right. You know, okay. Exactly. And, and she was just like, you know, I think she wanted to be like her and husband was going to be forced to parents or adopt or whatever, but they, she doesn't want to die with a black child. Cause she's like, how can I, how can I do that? She's like, but this could, Gammy's like, this can be a healing process. You know, like we, there's more to being black than what you see on television or what you may hear. Because she kept saying there's a fear. Like, I fear this and I fear that. And Gammy was like, what is this fear that you're talking about? Like, what are you afraid of? Is it that she just doesn't... So she was never around any black person? I Pretty much. I, I don't know. I just feel like... Because I feel like when, when well, white people adopt or anybody adopt children outside their race, you're doing them a disservice. But also, if you're going to do that, I think it is your job to take them around black people, to put them in uh, black after school programs. Like, you you need to do that. I don't think, honestly, I, per- I personally feel like they shouldn't just be adopting anybody. Unless, unless know, you, unless you, yeah, unless you have those resources, like, like, okay, unless you have, like, somebody, for example, that, like, you have a black friend or, you know, co-workers or whatever, that, that support system that could tell you how to, teach you how to do their hair, that could tell you about certain things, historical things. But they that love adopting black kids. Yeah. And so I don't think that's something that's going to slow I just, up. Exactly. I just, I just don't know why. And 
they said that the reason why they adopted her is because I think she had like some type. I think she had like cerebral palsy, like a, and she's she's like slightly deaf or something like that, mm-hmm. which, which you I would never know because she talks perfectly fine and whatever. Um, and they just like, well, we can give her the resources that that she needs to get well and medical care and stuff like that. And luckily, Are her she parents alive. Yeah. Her, well, her birth mother. I don't know. They didn't talk about the birth mother at all. But no, I'm talking about the adopted. Family. Yeah, they was on the on the on the show with her. Oh, they were. They came on later on. Yeah. Did they ever say like they didn't see color. They just said like we want her. Oh. And I and that's another thing too. And I'm just like this whole not seeing color shit. They just like we just saw that this child needed had needs and we wanted to take care of her. We knew yeah, we could but afford. She it. had more needs than just medical. Yeah. Because I'm like you you you're really doing your kid a disservice. Like when well the adopt the child of the service and don't get me wrong there's not a lot of black people that's gonna go out and just start adopting children that I don't know too many but at the same time like I get it like I can't tell no one how to feel about certain situations because I've never been in it but I feel like there's a bunch of black people out there but matter of fact a, bad, a bunch of non-black folks who've been adopted by people outside of their race and they made it a duty to learn about themselves you might not know family history. But you can be like, okay, well, I know, like, for example, my family, like, somebody could be like, well, my family came from Haiti. Let me know about Haitian, the Haitian Revolution. I know something about that. Or my family came from um, Texas. Let me know a little bit more about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could do anything. And she just making an excuse. Like, she's like, well, you know, I don't want to go to these neighborhoods because I don't feel comfortable there. Like, I don't want to do this because I don't feel comfortable. You but what is this deep-rooted fear I don't know. I think that like, she. I think essentially, she, I, maybe she does kind of want to be white. Who taught her that black people were bad? Because that's. It's I don't coming think off as like, exactly, and that's why Gamey said, "Where is this fear coming from? Like, what are you talking about? This fear? Like, what? This fear? Like, what do you mean? Because is she like? Are you only comfortable around white people? That's what she are said. You that's what she said. That's what else? she said. She said that's all she know. Is white people? That's all she know. That's the only thing she know is she went to all white school. You know, she went to all white, all white college. She went. To, her husband is white. You know, and to me, at that point, it was just like I would want to know more about myself. She's like, she's like, I look in the mirror and I see a black woman, and it's just like, because you are a black woman. Yeah, but she's like, but I don't. I was raised white. Like, I mean, not raised as like the race as white, but she doesn't have that black experience, whatever that means. And I, I understand it. But I feel like there's a bunch of excuses. Like, sis, like, you could literally go to a lot of events where it's about black women empowerment. And you could network. And you, you choose to distance but yourself from them things. you know how there are some people who are like... And, you know, this is, like, who kind of... Especially this is, like, one of the things of for black people who were only raised around white people and went, only went to white schools or whatever, they don't ever truly feel like they fit in around black people. I, yeah, I get that. Because there are so many things that might go over their head or even sometimes they'll... I remember the high school I went to, it was only a handful of black kids. And then there were some of the black kids who, like, you know they were only raised around... Like, they have that look that I was only raised around white people. Like, they frying their hair to shreds. Yeah. Uh, they're doing anything, and they're, like, they're they're talking white. Like, they're just... They're doing anything and everything to, like, come off as a white person. They just don't have the skin tone. Yeah. And... I don't know. I lost my train of thought, but... 
Yeah, sometimes I wonder, like, how does that feel to not feel a connection with who you are? And then, right. But I also feel like in 2019, there are so many resources. Like, pick up a book. Um, You know, you know your mom. I don't know what that relationship for them, for them, like how their relationship looks, but ask about your history. I just feel like, like I said, it's a bunch of fucking excuses. And I feel like, first of all, they need to change that term transracial. That shit is insane to me because it's giving me Rachel, Rachel Dolezal vibes with that word. Yes. And that's the problem. And it's not, you're not a transracial adoptee. You're just a black person who has been adopted by white people. That's all it is. Because it, it sounds like when you use transracial, it seems like you feel like you a white woman trapped in a, per, a black person's that's body. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. And that term needs to go. a black woman trapped in a... And my thing is, like, you can't heal or help people if you can't he- heal and help yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you give other people advice. And I get it. I guess she can help in, this, in a way because she probably is like... What she did say, which I agree with, was that, you know, everybody's talking about where's this child going to go and focus on the child. But no one is, is really trying to see... It. How can they assist the parent with trying to maintain that that child? But she never got to the point where she kind of reached this self-fulfillment in a sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, you you haven't gone into the black community and uh, made friendships or... Have you done your research on other people like you that have yeah, she has. been She's- able to make a connection Oh no, I don't. I don't know. If she they talked about that, but I just know that she, like she's to me, it seems like she's focusing on trying to be like a liaison for white parents who are adopting mainly like black children. But it's just like you can't be that liaison if you you purposely like you purposely put yourself outside of the culture. Like you stay away from it. You avoid it. Like, she literally avoids it. She admits to it. Like, she says, like, you know, I don't know anything about it. I, I fear it or whatever. Like, you know, like, I, this is all I know. And I'm just like, sis, like, you're, like I said, you're making a bunch of excuses. Like, you're not responsible for the cards that you were dealt, but you're, you're, you're responsible for the way that you play them. Do you watch This Is Us? No, you know, I don't watch no damn TV. Oh, okay. Because that sounds similar, even though he's not like that, but basically there's, a person named Randall on his show and he was adopted by two white people and he's black and he has uh, two siblings and so you see him growing up around nothing but white people and just like how awkward it is for him and he's very like nerdy and then his brother was kind of like the white cool one that was into hip hop and all this other stuff so you kind of like get a feel of his dynamics and then now as an adult He's this black man that's kind of like, he doesn't really have, he kind of does have power struggles around being around like a bunch of black people. Or you see him being downplayed. Like he had run for mayor Mm -hmm. of his town and people were like, the people in his community were basically kind of like saying like, well, you live over here. Yeah. And we live over here in the hood. So, if you're not living in this, how can you say... How can you relate to us? Yeah. And, like, he had to do so much and go out of his way. And then his wife even checked him on it. Like, you trying to... Oh, and he was trying to fix mad shit that, like... 
to guess the people didn't really he was just trying to overcompensate for so much yeah um but he ended up winning and like now he's good but i don't know it's a really listen if you want to watch a show that makes you more i feel like that show has made me so much more understanding yeah of people because i feel like we only see people where we're at right now i only see yaya as an adult i don't see yaya as a nine-year-old kid i don't see you know i don't see you as 16 i don't see you as like those moments that kind of made you into who you are now and the fact that that show shows them as from kids to adults um I think it kind of brings things full circles and it gives you a better understanding of why people are the way they are. And I think sometimes we just don't think like that. We think about what's now, where is this person at now? And we don't kind of like break them down. And sometimes we don't have the time, but I do think that is a really like, all I do is cry when I watch it. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I, and I just, I just feel like, like I said, I, I try not to tell people how to feel or what to do when they, for for especially because of experiences that I never dealt with, but I feel like there's so much proof in the pudding with other people that I feel like there's no excuse. I agree. Like there's no excuse for you not to heal. Like you can literally reach out, and she literally I, like I want you to watch it, and she literally I'm telling you she's never she's gonna be like like no no you're right but no like. Oh, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I like, want to complain, but I'm not doing shit about it. Yeah. Like, she feels like the way she's doing, helping out, I guess, is, like I said, being a liaison for white parents. But it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like you have, a, she has a lot of excuses. And I think, essentially, I think she probably wished she was white. Because she good. made sure she married a white her man. Because that's all she know. Right. So, of course, like, if that's all you around, that's what you're going to be attracted yeah, to. Yeah. And, that, and that's cool and all. But she says she'll feel more comfortable adopting a white child than a black child. That's so crazy. They don't have kids. Mm-mm. They don't have kids. Because I'm like, do you think she's scared to have kids? Because the kid going to be half black and half black? I don't know. I didn't even think that deep into it. I just feel like it's fucked up. And I feel bad for her because she's really fucked up. Like, you really fuck your kids up. It's like, damn. Like, I feel bad for children that end up in a system like that. Because either you end up... He's caught up in the system, bouncing from foster care, from one house to another, and you probably get abused, maybe molested. You don't have the knowledge of self, or you've been in a in a in a family like her where you're having a whole identity crisis. Right. Like yeah. you're not even sure about yourself. Like either way, you're fucked. Unless you end up in like a really good household where you know you were adopted by a black family that was able to love you and care for you and to show you the ropes and let you know like this is the historical context about being black and know about the black music and food and why we why we fry our chicken why hush puppies were created or you know mm, you know I things like i love hush puppies oh my god so fucking good. so good and you know like you would never you, there's, there's like there's stories behind everything that makes us who we are as black folks whether regardless of where you are in the diaspora or where you're from and you know, like the fact that she missed out on that is unfortunate, but it's not too late yes. to 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 learn it, and she doesn't want to do that. And you're going to feel uncomfortable, and maybe that's kind of where she draws. Like she out. probably stays on the resort if she goes to fucking Jamaica to eat that fucking bland ass jerk chicken. Like she's probably the type of like I don't want to, you know, go down the road. I'm like I'm like sis, you don't even know oxtail if you've seen it. 
Listen. Listen. She would never know. Oxtail. Oxtail so fucking fire. Like she would never know because she's afraid. She's afraid of blackness. That's so crazy. It's crazy. Like be imagine being afraid of your own self. I'm so happy I don't have that struggle. I couldn't imagine what it would feel like. Imagine being afraid of your own self. And that's why and Gammy and Jada was talking in the beginning with um Willow and that's why like Jada I didn't know Jada created her own school so her kids can go to school with other black kids. Oh, that's amazing. Because she's like I'm like she's like I'm from Baltimore and I'm with a Calabasas. My child my children are not gonna be the only um black kids in the school because they will fuck with you because Willow had an issue with her hair. Thank God she and I, like and I and I and I tell the story all the time about me like going to predominantly white school up to, up until the fifth grade, where I honestly like I said I can relate to it to it to an extent because I it was a culture shock for me even though I grew up in a pro black household, I was surrounded by blackness my whole life, but I know what it's like where like I had cousins and like telling me I, I sounded white or I talked white because I spoke very proper, um, even going to like all black school when i was in fifth grade it was just like okay like how do i fit in or whatever but like i said i had always had that that foundation that always like like you're still a black woman regardless Mm -hmm. my mother always said if if we never moved and i continue to go to predominantly white school i'd probably be with a white man Mm -hmm. my mother always said that like it was she like she realized that it was fucking me up like right. it was fucking me up like really bad and it's not that i wanted to be a white white but i just i felt like I, as a child i had so many questions on why i didn't look like everybody else mm-hmm. black kids need to be around black kids. Was, yeah point blank period <clears throat> point blank period like <laughs> i never want my kid to be the only black kid <clears throat> she's shot giant Sorry. Here. <clears throat> i never want my kid to be the only black person in class right never want it's the worst it's the worst experience because them can some kids won't play with you because you're black and things like that and that shit will really traumatize you and then now look at this woman as an adult yeah she grew up in it you know and and not knowing like i said knowing herself and she doesn't she didn't have that support system like coming home like i like i have my my godfather who celebrated kwanzaa you know i was lucky to have like aunts and uncles from different parts of the diaspora like from the caribbean and stuff like that right. so i got a taste of everything about black black culture so you know it it will fuck you up. Like, it really will. And just, and I only was in it for a couple of years. Imagine your whole lifetime. I mean, and we just have to stop thinking that white automatically equals better. Yeah, like, everybody's like, ice is not I think colder. that's kind of, like, the, the bigger. Because, you, you know, you hear about all of these celebrities who run to put their kids in these white schools and these white towns it's like it's not good for them it's not it's not always good and i'm like even like you want to go to like a mixed school like, i'm okay with even with that like going to a mixed school yeah. you know that's idea for a me it's idea a little bit of everything so you you know you can experience different cultures and be able to be a more understanding i'm okay with that too me personally i i would like my child to go to a, a predominantly black and brown school right you know that's i i, I love that i love the fact that i went to a very culture heavy school like i like i didn't go to a poor black school my school district was very well off we had a bunch of business owners doctors nurses you know really hard-working people and they we were able to do certain things like what black school do you know have a pool <laughs> like what black school what, what schools do you really know have a pool to begin with right you know and we was very whether it was hispanic heritage month was it black history month whatever it was we made sure it was a big deal and we celebrated everything i know we always just like we always talk about hbcus but even going to like a black high school that shit was so lit so like 
cool. Like it's the so bands lit. are cool. I remember I went to I went to an all black middle school. I was on a stump team. Mm-hmm. Our basketball games were amazing. Like everything was like we just we literally make everything amazing. We it was and just fun. I have some of the best memories. Even our after school programs, like just had a really really good time. Yeah, and, you know. it just a value certain things, and it's just like it, especially like like I remember like I'm still in contact with some of my high school teachers now, mm-hmm. and if if I didn't have them like to help me out and. And it was just like it was just great to have teachers that actually understood where you were coming from and really took the time to invest in you. Like that is so important. And people think it's just like, you know, just being too pro black, but no, when you understand when you're you are a child, you are so vulnerable. You want teachers that's going to put the, your the, your their foot up their child's ass when they're not acting up, when they're not acting right and things like it's just all that like if on school day your child fucked their hair up, you wasn't one that's gonna no, put it together. Like, like, oh, like, oh no, baby, we not tip. we're not doing this. Oh, like, I got some hair shit. I got some pink lotion, right? Yeah, here. exactly. Like, we gonna whip this Should shit I, together. No, seriously, it matters, so, man. I feel like it's, representation matters, yeah. and and this woman did not have any representation in her life, and I could imagine about the conversations that was being held in her household, especially as a kid, because. It's just like you have her fear comes from something. Mm-hmm. Something was said. So she saw something, and that's why she does. She's a fear. Of, she's she's afraid of black culture. There's nothing to be afraid of. This is you. This is who you are. Like there's so much to black culture, and it's not just about black American culture. You have the Caribbean. You have people in the UK that has Caribbean and African roots. You have the whole continent of Af- Africa. There's so many, so much to it, and it's just like you have to like be open to it to really learn who you are. Right. You know, it's okay. Yes, you may talk different. Yeah, you might you might have different views on things. So what? It's not too late. And she, but she just doesn't want to be a part of it. So I don't know. She might start working on it. I don't know. She says she's gonna she's gonna be open to it. She's gonna think about it. We'll see. I just think it's unfortunate. I feel terrible for her. Like I said, I could relate to it, but I don't see any. I don't see how can you make excuses as a grown ass person. I agree, and we are going to end the episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. Bye.